When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NMLS number 65084 Equal Housing Lender. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults. A spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt. Just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. But check this out. No house payments for two months. at SaveWithConrad.com. What's up, Airheads? We're back, everybody. It's time once again for your favorite fancy people, uh, fancy people dumb host show. It's putting <laughs> on airs. I'm trying. That's Corey. This week, uh, I'm going to be talking about health fads. Uh, oh, I, like I love it. Not, yeah, I feel like uh, that's something to poop. fancy and trash. We've talked about goop specifically before, but it was kind of a one-off segment where we just yeah. shit on goop. So I this do it again. More, They'll come up again, of course yeah. they will, but this is a more, uh, you know, wide reaching general discussion about health fads because celebrities and fancy people in general are absolutely obsessed with them. And trash people, of course, uh, try to get less fat too. We have a slightly more direct approach to it, but I'll elaborate on that a little later anyway. Then history professor Cho is, uh, what? Or, I mean, is it history with Professor Cho? What is it? You've been throwing curveballs lately. You seem irritated by it. I just try to bring something no. fresh to the show. And you're like, what are we fucking doing this week, Mr. Consistency? Uh, it is it is history with Professor Cho. And uh, it is about the war on cats. And funny enough, Trey, we have what? this habit. The war on cats. Yeah, I thought you'd be interested in Perk Up. I am interested, but I mean, yeah. I, you know. It depends on how it goes. Depends on who emerges the victor and what is the actual context of this war. Because it might be... Hard for me to sit through, you know. There's a lot yeah. of casualty cat cat. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, I do have to mention like light animal abuse talk, like very light. But again, this is all historical stuff. I only say that because we got in a lot of trouble the last time we talked about animals getting hurt and didn't give a disclaimer. <laughs> so it's very light. Was that the, the hanging Panama the bulldogs? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but oddly enough, we 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 have this we have this um, habit of not telling each other what our things are, but them having like a similar through line, and we're going to have two of those today because mine, the war on cats, also involves a health scare. Um, okay. So yeah, and I know one of the topics you want to talk about it also comes up slightly too. So a lot of crossover. Going to be a fun episode. I'm excited. For, off top, I wanted to mention something for the first time. I'm actually wearing this scarf, not because I wanted to look fancy on the show, but because I'm sick. Like, I'm actually wearing it for the reason that you would normally wear it. And I only say that to point this out, like, you know, to keep yourself warm when you are oh, okay. got the shakes. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you uh, made it so, sound like the, you know. I was out in the winter being sick. No, that a scarf did something for an illness. But well, I mean, you know, it, it when you're warm. sick, you're cold. Yeah. And so you you want to be warmed up. But it's I'm bad not time gonna, for you to be sick, by the way. It, 
It, it is. It, it is a bad time for me to be sick. But it's going to be fine. Here's the thing, though. This is the only reason I wanted to point it out because it's not going to affect the show. I'm in fine spirits. It's that this is the first time me and Amber are both a little ill. We might think it's pollen, but we're just both a little ill. And this is the first time we've been sick when there has been a newborn baby in the situation. So, as you know, you're not allowed to be sick. It Like, it don't matter if you're Correct. sick or not. And so True. right now I'm realizing how many times I've been sick and I totally could have just got, made it through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, usually if I wake up feeling the way I do, I just go, well, fuck this day. You know what I mean? But today I wasn't allowed to do that. Now I'm like, hey, I took some medicine. Let's do the podcast, baby. So, baby sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the baby may, may not have nothing to do with this particular situation, but... You're probably about to enter a period of uh, more frequent illness than you've ever experienced yeah. in your life. I, uh, so yeah. just uh, buckle up for that. Yeah. Uh, and you know me, all, I'm never fucking part sick. Of it. Yeah. So anyway, you had something uh, you were wanting to talk about. Didn't yeah. You? Yeah. I was actually, this is a shout out and a soft pitch for one of your other shows with uh, even a weekly skews with smart Mark AG. He sent us this a while back and I had it clipped out to talk about, but Apparently, there is a basically all I saw on a tweet was sex doll manufacturer gets exorbitant requests for Princess Diana fuck dolls, Meghan Markle, and Kate Middleton, right? And when I first read that, like I just saw it at face value, and I was like, these cheeky Tulsas will just desecrate the memory of anyone, won't they? And I was like, this is disgusting, but also hilarious, and I'd like to talk about it on the show. And truth be told, I wouldn't mind having one. Uh, but then I read further in the interview, and actually, these are just the top requests. Like, apparently, this sex doll operation that they've got over in England is you just name a thing, and they'll 3D print some pussy and, and send it to you, right? And those are yeah. the top three requests. But the the head of this sex doll organization is such a hardcore royalist that he doesn't actually accept any of these people's offers to make a princess diana fuck what doll. odd line to draw in the sand like you're a fucking smut lord bro know, dude you're printing up rubber pussies on <laughs> demand which hits and you're like don't you find that a rather uncouth request, sir? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like you just like I mean, you, you know, an actress get get do a leaper's pussy like an upstanding gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> like I don't. How about one of the classics, Helen Mirren? We have plenty. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's utterly absurd. It, so this is a British company. We're not. I, Unless I misread that, okay. but yes, I think it's a because British I, company. I, like, if it's a British company and they're mostly, if they mostly operate in in Britain and all that, I would say, like, you know, you would you would expect those to be, um, yeah, the top. I don't ones, know though, you know, but like, <laughs> yes, especially if he's refusing to do it, because then it's like, it's just. So but bad. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. But I, you know, who else would be up there? Uh, Victoria Beckham. For sure. I'm sure they make those. Any yeah. number of the Spice Girls and Jerry Spice would be my still, number one. Still to this day. Um, uh, I know I'm showing my age here, but Elizabeth Hurley. Dude. Uh, if, have, yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you could get 
peak Elizabeth Hurley. You know what right. I mean? And if you and if yeah. you could not to be knows no, no era or right. age. Yeah. Not to be objectifying or sexist in any way, but bro, I put peak and, and by the way, she is insanely gorgeous to this day and will never not be gorgeous. But like I would put peak Elizabeth Hurley up there with literally any starlet across any genre of all time. When my one of my like I think probably during the middle of my sexual, when I first started being like, you know, my first time I ever got a boner, I remember I had the sex talk because I was, we was driving through the park and I asked my mom and dad, I said, hey, how, how come my ding dong gets stiff when I see a lady riding a bike? You know, and so I was starting to get there, but then uh, the Austin Powers movie came out and I saw her and I was like, I don't just like girls. I like that. You know what I mean? That's my shit. Uh, but yeah, yeah didn't, what did didn't Hugh Grant cheat on her with like with a, a coke prostitute or something yeah. like a like a yeah? And it almost walker. destroyed his career. Nothing wrong with it, with street walking. I'm just of saying, course not. It's like or coke you, or you know, prostitute. Yeah, sure. But when you're like you know when you're like the rom com leading man yeah. and you're dating or married to or whatever Elizabeth Hurley, like you know. It's sort of like when Tiger Woods, the whole Tiger Woods thing came out, and it was like it was. I was yeah. never surprised that at what he was doing. Yeah. It was just that he was doing it a with girls waitress. who were like professional <laughs> club goer, you know, yeah. like shit like that. And I was like, bro, I thought it'd be like museum curators and yeah, shit. right. You know what I mean, I'm sure, like, dude? I'm sure it was. I'm like sure it was characters. You know, you know what just, museum uh, curators are good at keeping their fucking mouth shut. I bet you it was some of them. You know. Yeah, yeah, but but like, but no, also sometimes you just want a, a godless trollop, you know. Dude, like sometimes just it's a just a sometimes fucking... it just a fatherless train wreck. Like that's <laughs> that's just what you know. That's you know to each their own. Whatever melts your butter. You yeah, know, so. for sure. But like with Hugh Grant, like the some of the stuff that stars like did back in the nineties that legitimately almost railroaded their career, like. They would be, almost be praised for now, and I mean that in a good way. Like it, sh like was it a, was it a trans prostitute? Was that a I different? Person? That was Eddie Murphy. That was Eddie right. Murphy. And yeah. what I'm saying is, back then it was a huge fucking like. Oh my! You know, a lot of people were like, oh, "I'm not with Eddie Murphy anymore, dude." If Eddie Murphy did that shit today and just was open <laughs> about right. it, that yeah. motherfucker. And again, I'm yeah. not saying he shouldn't be, but that motherfucker right. would win an Oscar next year, not even being a motherfucking movie. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyways, back to these sex dolls. I think, yeah, Victoria, like any of the Spice Girls, like I said, Helen Mirren, Um, I think there'd Mirren. be some freaks. Mirren, my bad. There'd be some freaks out there who would be like, and it's funny because like how far back do you have to go to where you'd want to fuck Maggie Smith? <laughs> like she was. I, I was thinking of Diana Rigg, uh, yeah, who was yeah. the Queen of Queen of Thorns from uh, yeah. Game, of, Game of Thrones because she was Ooh, like a yeah. Bond girl in her youth. Yeah, she was. Um but you know, which one do you go? Do you go with like present day, just out of respect, or you know? Yeah, I think dip so. back, dip back into the the time vault. You know, well, what I'm I wanted... not, I, I wouldn't be, I would not uh, patronize these these uh, types of establishments anyway, of course. But I'm just trying to get in the mind of a man who you know, like custom orders 3D printed celebrity vaginas. You know what they might be right. into. I got one for you. Uh, I think just right up there with Elizabeth Hurley, uh, Prime, Diana Rigg, Helen Mirren, any of them, for me uh, at present, nearly 50 years old, Hannah Waddington. Hannah Waddington. Woo! Uh, from Listen again. Ted Lasso. Again, we're not trying to. the top of the list. 
we're not trying to denigrate or objectify or anything. I'm just calling a spade a spade. That's the most beautiful woman on the planet. I'm certain that there there's been an influx of pussy robot requests uh, from her. That w- what I really wanted to get into though. This was this was what struck me is like the fact that this guy's a self proclaimed like hardcore royalist, right? Like we went well, over it, there. It, I'm sorry. No, go no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, you well, go I just like it's just it's funny because it's like in doing that, he acknowledges inherently that it is a bad a thing. disrespectful practice that yes. he's engaging in. Like by yes. by saying, Oh, I could never do that to the <laughs> right. to the royal family. It's like, have you no shame, sir? And it's like, what about all these other famous women? He's like, Yeah, I can get you their pussies by Friday. That's fine. <laughs> like it's just it's also weird. no love for Fergie. Come on, it's, man. Like, yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's uh you know, it's like that's just an odd thing to me. It's like, oh yeah, yeah no, I'm a fucking dirtbag piece of shit. This is horrible. This but I've got fact, standards. I, can't, I can't believe this is legal, even yeah, right. what I'm doing. This is truly uh up, you know, disrespectful, uh derogatory shit that I'm doing here. Vulgar, absolutely vulgar. But anyway. Two, two things. So whose butthole were you trying to get? You know, like, just let me know. I'll hook it yeah. up as long as it's not a member of the royal family. Two, two uh, things. <laughs> Number one, I th- like, when we went over there across the pond, my view on what a, an extreme monarchist or royalist would be kind of changed because I literally thought it was like the only people that that hits for is the landed gentry and the royalists. You know what I mean? And then finding like some working class people who really, they were like, no, I'm a royal, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, th- that kind of translates now. But here's where we're different. Here's where American patriots and British patriots are different. If there was a man who ran a robot pussy company in America who considered himself a founding father's patriot, loved America more than anything, that motherfucker would be selling Martha Washington's butthole two for one. Like, he he would consider it like, yeah. hell yeah. Why wouldn't you well, want to fuck the first first lady? For, yeah, absolutely. I feel like that guy, you know, it's not far off from just Larry Flint. Right, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> the, the ultimate free speech warrior. And, yeah, uh, he was. You know, went to bat for it. Yeah, that and pussy freedom. Um, uh, we'll we'll end on this. Who do you think was the most requested male to make a fake uh, robot uh, wiener out of? This same company is doing that, or you're being hypothetical, they, right? No, now? this sa- no no no. I'm this same company is doing that, and their number one request for a man from women, or of course men, is. Yeah, probably man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, man. She. This is a, it's a it's a good one. And Idris Elba. No, but that would. I mean, that'd be mine. That's what yeah. I'd want for sure. <laughs> and I'm certain that he's up there. But yeah. no, it's it's uh it's one Tom Hardy. Oh, okay. All right. Which well, you get? Nice. You know, yeah, I totally I get. get. I do get, but they don't, but they okay. So that's what would you done if Hardy. I said it was Mr. Bean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Extra floppy. Uh, <laughs> please let him make the face when I come. You know the yeah. face. Well, okay, that's what I was about to say. These are full, uh, uh, all right. These are genitalia replicas or full body? Full body. People, okay. Full body. Right. 
Yeah, that makes it make body. more sense to me because I was about to say it's like they don't know the ins and outs of these people's dicks and butts. You no, know, I mean like, like you've got porn stars. That's all who literally, speculative. Yeah, yeah, porn stars they get molds made molds, and yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's a different story. But yeah, uh, obviously but no, Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. There's a little this, guesswork going on. Of what? Yeah, what I would say too is like, you know, when you're making the the woman one. It's like obviously all of those are different, but as long as it fits, it's whatever, mm-hmm. you know? But with the woman, it's like they don't want it to be anatomically correct to a certain point because right, you would probably. want it to be – because, I mean, I've seen the ones they hang up at the store, and literally no one I know except for a couple kids who failed math are swinging one like that. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah, that's all I got on fuck dolls. All right. Well, there, before we move on, there was uh, there was one other thing I wanted to show you. It's like it's a callback to last. So last week, last week I don't remember what brought it up, but something brought up mirrors, and you were mm-hmm. like, and you were like, I kind of like to talk about mirrors at some point, dude, because when you think about it, mirrors is wild. I don't want to get wild. I don't want to get too ICP about it, but mirrors, what the <laughs> hell is that about? You know, like how does that work? You know, (laughs) like you just sort of said that off the cuff. Uh And then over the course of the last week, I became aware of an Internet fad that's going around. It's like directly relevant to that. And so when I saw it pop up, it immediately made me think of you, of course. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that in mind, I'm going to try to share my screen real quick. Can you see that? I can. But you can't hear it, I don't think. So I'll do I'll do some commentary or whatever so people okay. can watch it. So this is a TikTok video. It says, can you explain this? Oh, there it is. You can hear it? Mm-hmm. What if mirrors are not they are? I saw this on TikTok, so I wanted to try this. And look, this is only a small mirror, but this still works. And you can try this with any kind of paper or any other object behind this. How does the mirror know what's behind here? It shouldn't know, right? But when you look... There it is. In the mirror world. Yeah. What if All right. I have so, I have something yeah. up top that I'd like well, to say. First, I think we should cuz I'm sure we have some I know we have some just pure listeners audio only. So that Yeah. You if you haven't seen this trend, right? It's not just that guy. I've seen a bunch of versions of it. It's typically a dumbass with a small item. Uh uh, I've seen a pack of gum. This guy was holding a charger box, a cell phone charger box, a small item behind a large piece of paper, right? And on the other side of the paper is a mirror. And his whole, their whole thing is, how does the mirror know that I'm hiding this small item behind this piece of paper? The The paper should block the mirror's view, yet... When you look over here to the side, you can see the mirror reflects that item back there. How does it do that? And this is uh, this has been going around the internet lately. A lot of people absolutely flabbergasted by this, and what I view as a distinct harbinger of the stupefying of mm-hmm. this nation. Well, real bad sign that so and, many people are uh, taken aback by this phenomenon. But I saw it and it made me think of you because you were just yes, talking about how right. about yeah, the mirrors. 
Okay. You just were talking about how you don't no, understand. No, mirrors. no, I know, I know, I know. But here's the thing that fucking people do not know. It's not that you, it's not, Trey, that you were like, oh, Corey was talking about mirrors. So I'm going to show this mirror related yes. thing in yes, our fucking, no, it wasn't. In our running document that people don't know that we use, in our running document, you shared the link to this video and said, this reminded me of Cho, which doesn't mean you go, oh, it's mirrors. It reminds me of Corey. No, you said it all there. The no. harbinger of dumbassery no, 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 in this no. fucking country, therefore, hey, reminded you of me. So, it's so funny. fuck you. It's so funny you say that. I wish I could show. I don't want to show our uh, our internal document on here or whatever. That's the you know, secrets of the That's trade private. or whatever. But you said you said I labeled it. This reminded me of Cho. You're and then you said you just now you're like this reminded me of Cho. Not because of mirrors, just because it's a dumbass. But what I actually wrote the full sentence is this made me think of Cho regarding mirrors. The yeah, last two how words Cho of that would regard mirrors. Regarding how Cho, no, no. How Cho, this what makes I me think was his fucking dumbass because he thinks this too. You literally, it was like a day or two after you were talking about how wild you think mirrors are. Then I see a guy who demonstrably does not understand mirrors. And you're surprised that I thought of you when you were the last person to bring up mirrors to me in there's that a context. Difference. There's a difference like, here though, in not understanding mirrors and these people are acting like they've just unlocked this and just discovered this for the first time. You know what I mean? Now, granted, I may not be a hundred percent correct, but like I've noticed that before, but my thought was like, well, I mean, first off the mirror reflects everything. And secondly, like all mirrors, like you're getting it from every single angle and the light reflecting. And That's also exactly. mirrors on the edge of them, they have these like prism type things that I assumed mirror each other and therefore presents everything in a three. So like I, that's still fucking crazy to me, but like I, I see it. And I'm like, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. What's dumb about these motherfuckers? Like it's fine to say, man, mir it blows, mirrors blow my mind. And these motherfuckers acting like I'm going to put this on the internet and I bet nobody's nobody's thought about this before <laughs> like no like that is how it works right am i wrong yeah no you're right it's that it's basically yeah it's like you said mirrors reflect light from all angles and in all directions and so when you put your face or the camera over to the side of the mirror you've got the correct angle the light that's reflecting off the outer edge of the mirror is able to quote unquote see the charger box behind the thing and now that you are in that You've made your, you've put your eyesight or your uh, camera or whatever on, right. in that same angle. Now you've matched up the angles of the light reflection with your viewpoint or whatever. And so now you're able to see it. But the sides of the mirror were always able to, again, right. mirrors don't see, but we're always able to see the thing behind the piece of paper. It's just you didn't have your eyes over there, you know, uh, initially or whatever. Can I make a confession though? Yeah. The first time I saw that video, I was a little drunk and I went, how the fuck does that work? How does the mirror know? And then, But then literally point two seconds later, I was like, oh, right, duh. But like, I'll be honest, I almost shared that video with y'all just because yeah. right after I saw it, I was like, wait, what the fuck? I never thought about it like that. And then the reason I didn't share it with y'all is because I thought about it and was like, oh, right. Well, it's funny. If I send this, Trey's going to make fun of me about it. And yeah. turns out I, I didn't even have to do that. Yeah. yeah, right. It's funny because the way they say it is uh, in every version of that that I've seen from different people making their own version of that video, they say they they always say like, 
how does the mirror know? No, right, right. And it's funny that they always put it that way. It's like the mirror because it's brain. like. Like, right. Like the mirror is sitting there like, you really think this shit's going to trick me, huh? Like, don't you know? <laughs> I know everything when it comes to what's in this room. As long as the lights are on, you know, then I know all. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so I just wanted to get back into that. because I'm glad that we did. Because like I said, they'll get brought up later. Yeah. So with that said, I guess we'll move into my topic now. And it is health fads. Uh Celebrities and rich people are always, always obsessed with various health fads, I feel like. Uh, why do you think that is? Why are, well, number one, celebrities have to be fit. They have to look good, right? And I also think that it's, it's, part, it's one part that, and then it's another part. I think sometimes celebrities, once they finally get a little bit of money, they're like, okay, now I'm in this world where things are different. And like, if something costs that much, if the peasants can't have it, it must work and it must hit. Therefore, if someone tells me that this beetroot kava celery shot that's $500 is good for my gut health, I'm going to fucking do it. And the only reason they think it don't work is because they could never fucking afford it. Yes, that the as with all things uh, in this segment, when it comes to rich people getting into something, exclusivity is a part of it. It's like a lot of these things take a lot of time and a lot of money, which are two things that regular people don't have, which means they can't engage in these activities, which hits. For the ultra-rich, I think it's also an element of ego, meaning like uh, they're obsessed with remaining young and, and the idea right. of immortality and everything. Yes. It's like, because I think it drives them fucking crazy that okay. like yeah. father time comes for us all in the end, yeah. rich and poor alike. Or it's like that, that die our, our boy Diogenes always mm -hmm. comes up on this show. The hobo philosopher extraordinaire, <laughs> that thing he said to Alexander the great purportedly what he said to him as he was standing near the town bone pile. Remember he's Open. like standing, He's standing there by the bone pile like you do. Alexander's like, what you doing? He goes, I'm trying to find the bones of your father, but lo, they are indistinguishable indistinguishable from the bones of a vagrant or a thief or yeah. whatever. Which I, is think that drives, I think that drives rich people fucking it insane. Because uh, they beat so, everybody at everything else, and here's right. this one thing it, that, that they we're can't all do the anything same. about. Yeah, and I think that really bothers them, well, and that's part of why they get so into this uh, type on of On immortality, thing. though. On immortality, do you think? Because like people used to die when they were thirty-five, right? Yeah, coffee. They death, used to, yeah. So if you could go back in time and tell them, "Hey, there's a person that's alive right now that's 115 years old," that's triple their life. Like they would start thinking, like, "Oh my god!" Like that. That's ba they can't even fathom living that long. So that's like bo that's borderline immortality to them. So like, well, so like, but how far do you think this goes? Because like I know that the average age expectancy is going down but that's regular people like oh, rich motherfuckers stay dying at 100 like you know what i mean like them royals as fucking inbred and shit as they are they live inbred with bad bones for a long fucking time and it's got to be because they oh. have money oh i think i mean i'm purely speculating this is coming straight from uh this is trey's butt reporting live is what this oh. is but i think that uh I think we're not even that. I think we're on the precipice, maybe, of that type of shit really kicking into gear. I think in our life, immortality. I'm not saying full blown immortality, but in terms of like rich people being able to live into their like like 300s. decades longer, like yeah. like 130s, 150s, that like that type of jump. 
I think it's very possible that that could come in our lifetime. And I think if, if it does, it will be only like for the rich or whatever. Yeah, but going back to what you're saying earlier, they, I've read a bunch of times that it's like it's a little bit of, it's a little bit misleading when it comes to like life expectancies back in the day. People did cough to death at 35 all the <laughs> fucking time. They did. But like plenty of people also lived to be it wasn't that unusual for someone to live to be. You'd have an old crone in town. Yeah. You know, you got to have a crone you in did. town, you obviously. Did. You need a crone, you need like a a, shaman, a wise old blind monk, whatever like you need those people about master aiming and them yeah it wasn't unusual people were pretty much everybody knew somebody who was old as fuck too like i just people, assumed people those people were magic to be yeah i think they assumed a lot of them were <laughs> yeah. magic too but like uh that was sort of the whole thing you know yeah. but like i live past 50 a wizard If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use. And you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. But I'm saying like they, if you, if you didn't get the plague, if you didn't cough to death or whatever, you know, uh, it wasn't that unusual for people to live to be, you know, 75, 80 or whatever, even right. way back in the day. And, and we're wasn't, 50 years wasn't past that now. Yeah, I'm sure there was some Chinese people living to 103 back Dude, then. Dude, they probably. stay, every fucking time they announce the fucking world's oldest person. Always a Chinese, Chinese dude. Well, no, or a Chinese will, lady. It's either it is a Chinese person or they claim it's somebody else. And then some Chinese person talks for the first time in their life. And they're like, actually, I'm 123. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they've always got one over there. They're just not as yap yappy about it as some people are. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good about keeping their mouth shut, the Chinese. (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea what what that's supposed to mean. But uh, it makes sense, though, you know. All right, so let's talk about some of the things that are currently into rich people. Uh, some of these I know you've heard of. Uh, there's, uh, well, first one, one that I tried for literally a day, a day, I tried this. So I tried this once, right? And I really didn't like how stupid it made me feel. So, uh, but do you know about like getting sunlight in your eyes? Oh, no, 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 that's coming up. Matter of fact, we'll yeah. just go ahead and do that next. Well, I'm sorry, but I thought when you that. said no, that, right. that, I was about to be so yeah. happy that you did that. 
No, I didn't do that, but uh, I haven't heard the one you're talking about though. So it's apparently it's this it's this like new thing. It's like you're supposed to like if you it resets your circadian rhythms. People mm-hmm. say so. Like you wake up in the morning, you go outside, and for some reason it don't work through a window. You can't do it. Like you got to go outside Get the and rays. like not look directly at the sun. Obviously, don't pull a fucking Donald Trump during the eclipse <laughs> or whatever. Like. But like, but that's part of what I don't understand about it is like, I don't know how I was like, well, well then where the fuck do you look? Just you in look, the general right. direction of the sun. And dude, it says people say for 10 to 20 minutes, you know how long 10 that's to 20 minutes is to just stand time. and look at the goddamn sun. It's a long time. Happen. I know. Cause I fucking I mean, tried podcast, it. Man. I tried it and made it like, yeah, but dude, so I walk out back and I live in Southern California, plenty of sun, right? I walk out back. I, I face in the general direction of the sun. I take my glasses off. And so I'm just standing there like, I'm I like I start sneezing, you know, like fucking I just like like try to like cover my eyes but not and it's like I look down, it's been forty five seconds, you know. It's like this is terrible. The fuck it's like and I just I gave it up, but they're um that's a thing that they're doing now. And 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 like they apparently if you don't live in like a Southern California, if it, you live in like a you know, the UK or something where the sun is not but a myth, right? Then you can, uh, then they've got glasses you can buy. They're like UV glasses or something that simulates sunlight Mm -hmm. in your eyes. So you wear like glasses that shine UV light straight into your eyes, which seems pretty wild to me. Yeah. Then at nighttime, it's the opposite. You're supposed to only have infrared lights or like red lights in your house past like 7 PM. And people are doing this. So they're like, take it. Like they've got whole different sets of lights. For nighttime, and they're like red lights, like in a dark room, like you make f- photographs yeah. in that like type where of light. You get murdered, yeah. Or if you can't, if that's not feasible, they make red glasses that like you put on and cover your eyes up with after seven p.m. at night. It's a whole thing. It's like a new. It's a new uh, wellness well, trend. Aside from and the uh, aside from could, the whole lighting your room differently, at least the first part of it doesn't like require extra money so that's one that like that's true i can stomach it it's like ah you know go being outside for 20 minutes in the morning ain't gonna hurt you i don't know if it's gonna fuck dude there's every single thing they've ever said about sleep except for this one i've tried and i just sleep how i sleep you know what i mean i'm the same way uh so yeah and uh, as some sunlight where you thought i was going let's go ahead and go there also uh (laughs) Pussy dick butt sunning uh, all the rage right now. Uh, you do a happy, you know what a happy baby pose is, Joe? Uh, so, in well, yoga? I do I do now because I know the pose that people make when they put their buttholes in the air. It's when you lay on your back, pull your legs up, and grab your ankles. Yeah, or you grab your, the sides of your feet. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's an actual yoga pose called happy baby sort of okay. hits. But anyway, you do the happy baby pose towards the sun so the sun shines where the sun don't shine as a general right. rule signs on your uh your butthole your taint all your nether regions this is recommended for men and women alike shailene woodley a big proponent of uh pussy sunning and <laughs> uh and this became a thing and uh josh brolin who uh not bragging, one, probably the biggest celebrity I've personally met and also, not coincidentally, one of the coolest human beings I've ever encountered in my entire right. fucking life. Josh Brolin um, 
he tried it and then posted about it on Instagram and was ranting and raving about how he got sunburn on his butthole <laughs> yeah, and and the whoever thought of that is a complete dipshit and they should go <laughs> fuck themselves and it's so stupid. <laughs> and, uh, one of us, one yeah, of and us. It was, uh, it, it was pretty great, but um, I don't know. I was, Were you? I, I thought I could see you sun in your butthole well i've thought about it uh, but yeah. i wanted i needed to look in and maybe you already know the answers to this because the first thing i thought of is like dude the top of my head is sensitive enough to sun like i can't imagine yeah. my asshole who like never like that would my asshole would be so surprised to see the sun because it's of never course. happened well, again, it's it, never happened literally, it's literally called where the sun the, don't the sun shine. don't shine right so I, and thought, I wonder if that's I, how they thought of it like somebody heard that and they're like what if the sun did shine there maybe yeah that right would, maybe that would hit that, that probably like, is what it was but my so i'm very uh, i'll admit this like all it takes for me to be in or out on something is to have someone who i like like josh brolin say that it's bullshit and then i'm like mm -hmm. all right well then it's bullshit you know what i mean like if i if, if on the other hand like i remember hearing about it but it was from like celebrities and women that don't hit for me. So I was like, fuck that. But if Josh Brolin had have done the opposite and been like, hey, man, you know, I know it sounds crazy, but I, I fucking go show God my asshole every morning and I've been living a better life since, I would at least try it. But the one question I had to you was, does the application of a strong SPF negate the effects that you get from the UV rays directly into your asshole? I mean, I don't see anything on here directly about that, but my assumption is, yeah, I feel like that defeats the purpose because you're, right. you're supposed to get, you're getting vitamin D, you're getting yeah. some D, you know, a different D kind of a D for your B. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The vitamin D for your B hole. Uh, and that's supposed to be the whole point of it. Um, I'm out then because I've my butthole in that area have chafed enough hiking and golfing that yeah. I know for a fact I don't want any disturbance down there whatsoever. And I just can't imagine a sunburn on my asshole would be good. Yeah, super would not hit. Uh, going with extremes, another big thing. Uh, I know Rogan and Segura and all of them are super into this right now. Uh, it's like shock therapy but not not electrical uh, shock plunging. therapy like cold shock yeah polar cold plunges, plunges and shit you like you you like freeze yourself uh yeah. every morning for two or three minutes or something like that and it's supposed to just wake all your shit up and whatever else i mean i could definitely see that work in in terms of like it does i mean i bet i'd be pretty fucking woke up if you threw yes. me in an ice bucket at you yeah, know I mean, cold shower. In the morning or whatever yeah. uh but in terms of like Beyond that, you know, I don't know. But well, I have personal cold, experience don't, with don't it. Hit for me. I mean, I've taken cold showers. You no. You've taken like ice, ice baths. baths. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've, got, when? I've, got, I've got two sort of experiences on this. And one I'm currently doing right now that I learned about on the internet. Uh, where, So, yes, I played football and we had ice baths. So, like, if yeah, you we were didn't. sore during the – yeah, right. Well, we had a little bit more money than Solana. Y'all mm -hmm. can't even afford to freeze water. <laughs> Not even in like one of them old like cowboy bath buckets. And that's what ours were in. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. Those just get some fucking ice and throw it. Away. We couldn't even afford that, but I guess yeah. not because I. I mean, we yeah, we didn't have like fancy tubs that specific uses that it was just like they were old. Some some of them were literally old bathtubs, you know, yeah. that like people had just donated. But like now. I do know, I don't know the, like the longevity of the healing factor on it, but I do know that if you were a little banged up and sore, you go sit in an ice bath for as long as you can handle, which is not a long time for me. Like right. it's not a long time for me. Um, 
then then I remember I'd get out and I would feel this like burst of energy. It almost felt like I hadn't even played a game. Like I could go play another one. Um, but I, you know, I haven't reached the point in my life where I'm trying to do all that all the time. But what I do is uh, I saw a thing that was for anxiety uh, and it was just, you do that, but it's just your face in a bowl of ice water. And yeah. so people were like, look, it refreshes you. It resets you. It just purifies you. And then I had read a thing about Seinfeld when like Seinfeld, apparently after every single show he's ever done before he talks to people, he goes and splashes really cold water on his face. And he said that like doing that literally like snaps him out of like show mode and puts him into like, okay, I can deal with people mode. And I'll be honest with you, like the past couple of times I've been feeling a little anxious. I've done it. And like, I mean, it worked for, it could be placebo, but like it, it really like it, what, what the science behind it, the science behind it is that when you're, uh, when you get cold, your body naturally re uh, releases like all this adrenaline and uh, endorphins and stuff because your body assumes that you are drowning and that you're going to need the extra energy to like swim up to the surface, right? Mm -hmm. So when you shock mm -hmm. your face, you get all that at once. So like to me, it works, but I'm not going to get a bathtub for it. Right. Uh Here's another one for you. Vampire facials. You ever heard of that? I mean, some of the movies that Amber watches, but other than that, no. <laughs> yeah. That's Amber's favorite book series. Book series, Vampire Facials. Vampire Facials 4 is when it really came into its own. That's uh, on our Kindle right now, I guarantee she, Yeah, she it. read that while in Destin last year. <laughs> uh, fucking, um, it's pretty self-explanatory. You take your own blood, although I'm sure it hits harder if you take like a, you know, a, a virgin's blood, blood yeah. or something. Uh, but that's harder to get to, get a hold of, I guess. But if you, you take your own blood and re-inject it into your face and also no. smear it all over your own face, mm -mm. Uh, and that's supposed to hit... Uh, yeah, like in what way? It, like it, iron? It restores your youthful skin cells, something, whatever. But any like actual dermatologist or doctor would tell you that uh, all it's going to do is cause burning, redness, swelling, and bruises <laughs> on the face. So just and a whole blood bunch, of disease. That, bunch of stuff that don't hit. The uh, Kim Kardashian did it once and then later said she would never do it again and called it the most painful uh, like thing in that vein she had ever experienced. So obviously. And, and we wonder where the fucking QAnon people get the adrenochrome shit. Yeah, from. I know. You know That's what why I mean? I said, dude, it's funny you say that. Cause like, I wanted to make the joke about like, Oh, I'm sure it would hit harder if it's a virgin's blood or whatever. Yeah, right. It's like, you saw it like bathing in the blood of the innocent and all that stuff is a thing yeah. I used to always say about the super rich and stuff like that type of shit. And it's how much I hate QAnon is like, they've they made me it. not want to make, those types of jokes anymore yes, because they sound like QAnon type thing. Like that's like shit they unironically believe. Believe, yes. And it really pisses me off because like I used to like to say that shit about those people, but yeah. then they made it a real thing, and I'm like, well, now it don't hit. Now yeah, I sound right. like now a I fucking R word. To. Like yeah. I, you know, <laughs> like it pisses me off. But yeah, anyway. it really sucks. They've taken a lot from us. Do you remember years ago when I don't even remember how we were? So I do remember, actually. That's not true. We did. I like roasted you at a show in the, the comedy catch or whatever. And I said, your head looked like you sucked off a beehive. Right? <laughs> yes. And I'm glad you got that one back in. Yeah. And so 
then that led to that's what led to us calling your head the B. And also, do you remember? Do you remember we would joke about you like being a spokesman for a program called Body by Bees? Like, <laughs> yes, I have, I have well, actually uh, a poster of it. It's not here. It's downstairs. I have a Body by Bees poster of yourself. Yeah, that our buddy uh, Paint Monkey drew. Because we Damn, talked dude. about it on the podcast. On the podcast? It's, it's me Bro, sitting there fat as shit, covered yeah. in bees. <laughs> it says body by bees. Yeah, body by bees because, like, you swallow up and shit. Yeah, well, because of body by Vs. But apparently that is unironically a thing, at least amongst ri- rich dipshits. Getting stung uh, by a bee? Championed by, who else? You guessed it, Gwyneth Paltrow. It's called <laughs> Apotherapy. You know, like an apiary is like a bee home. A- sure. API is a, yeah, that means bees. Yeah, right. Uh, so apotherapy is a bee acupuncture. It's like purposefully getting stung repeatedly by bees. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says it's actually a thousands year old treatment and it's pretty incredible, right? But uh, any other People whose brain works would tell you that uh, it don't hit because it's wrong and dumb, and all it does is irritate your skin and make you swell up and stuff. And also, fun fact, kills all those bees. Uh, bees famously (laughs) die. Bees famously die after stinging you. So that adds another rich sociopath element to it is that it's like, you know, the, these bees are sacrificing their lives to do your bullshit health regimen that's definitely snake oil and isn't doing anything right. anyway. And you're like promoting that on your fucking, uh, you know, yoga lady wellness website or whatever. It's just uh, layers upon layers of dipshittery. Well, if I may, concerned. if I may, if standing out in the sun being covered in blood and getting stung by bees was good for you, my uncle would be sitting here talking to us right now. Okay. And none of them. Yeah, I was proud of that. Uh, she also apparently was the one who pioneered the call co- or popularized the coffee enema where you shove a bunch of coffee up your butt. I mean, I get I didn't, that one. I didn't know that that was still a thing, but I saw Burt Kreischer doing, doing it. The of other course, day he does Instagram, all this so. shit. And I think it's so. like, it's definitely. 75 percent a bit that he yeah. does these things but yeah, he does yeah. them as a bit and then he keeps the bit going so like he does these things which hits for me when some you know fat fuck funny guy like bert does it sure oh yeah fully agreed bert doing any of this stuff is hilarious it's not it's no it's not even remotely the same thing because when <laughs> it unironically it. Yeah, like right. you know <laughs> and you said you get a coffee enema and i guess i do too because it's like hey coffee makes you poop enemas make poop come out of your butt right Coffee going up your butt would be like double trouble, right? But in a good yeah. way. Well, but apparently it's not. It can cause like serious infections and things like that because coffee is not meant to be uh, flooded up your butt. No, no, no. I so. don't mean that I'm going to do it and it's good that you should do it. I'm just saying that of all of these, I can actually immediately the see process. the logic behind yes, it. Because right. like, you know, people were funneling beers because they wanted the, because the, your anus, your mucous yes. membranes uh, take the alcohol in quicker, which is why yep. they go, switched from. Go Vols. Go Vols. Yeah, right. Yep. yep. The Vols made it popular. People were the also University soaking. Tennessee thing. People were also soaking tampons and vodka, shoving them up their ass. So, like you, so with the coffee, I'm like, yeah, caffeine getting to your butthole, like it, same way as, as booze, it hits you quicker. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's also you can drink your own piss. Madonna drinks her own piss, so that's fine. That ain't um, it. 
No. I back again. I go back to my uncle. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. You ever heard of face yoga? <laughs> um, no, but I, can I guess what it is? It's just you scratching your face in different yeah. ways and that's smooshing it. it. That's it. Yeah, that's the whole that's thing. So I, I have to fucking... imagine Jim Carrey was a pioneer. Of face oh yeah, yoga. for sure. He, God damn, dude, he had to do special workouts for that, right? Because like he's had a know. rubber face, dude. I think that's why the three lines, you know, like when people get older, they get those like three pronounced lines on their head from yeah. like furrowing their brow. Uh -huh. I've noticed that actors get those at a younger age than we do uh, because they're constantly making expressions and stuff. But that Jim Carrey had them in his 20s, you know, like right. very like he wasn't old and decrepit. He was pretty healthy, but like he had those three deep pronounced lines just from making his face do shit. Let's do a couple of the dumbest diets I could find uh, from throughout history. Um, you ever heard of the air diet? Is that where you just donate? Yes. And, well, it's not just that. It's the air diet or the virtual eating diet. <laughs> Virtually eating. Part of it, it, it's not that you just don't eat. You got to think about eating. No, you have to pant. You have to pretend to eat because pretending to eat, they say, the people who came up with this, will like trick your body into like artificial satiation yeah which there's no motherfucking way like nothing nothing would piss me or my fat ass body off more than me being hungry and then pretending <laughs> to eat something that hits like yeah, i'm gonna be the so opposite true. of satisfied at the end of that you know what i mean like yes. that's that's only gonna make me want to fat harder just put me into a blind uh fat induced <laughs> right. rage you remember louis bit about that like long before louis became very popular it was like on his one of his like premium blends or something he said uh he goes i wish that food worked the same way as sex and porn like i wish i could just rub my tongue and go oh pizza oh yeah pizza oh pizza and it would yeah. do the same thing uh yeah. but yeah that's that's dumb uh speaking of bert uh, there's there's one that I found that I didn't know was a real thing that I know he was doing on accident. Like he wasn't purposefully following this fad diet. He was just doing this, but apparently this was a fad diet at one point, the sleeping beauty diet, which involves oh, drugging yourself yeah, at yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you that. won't be a fat that. fuck who <laughs> eats at midnight every night. And honestly, I'm like, I've, I'm reading this and I'm like, I could, I could really go for that. I need some ambient or something. Cause I can't, I can't stop myself. From hollering at the kitchen late at night. Like, I totally understand the idea of, like, just, you know, taking some Ambien or Xanax or whatever at, like, 8 o'clock just to save yourself from yourself in terms of eating. But apparently this was, like, an actual thing that was proposed yeah. for people to do for a while, which I found pretty hilarious. So when I kickstart any new, like, when I, you know, like, I've been through, I think we're up to, like, seven, eight fats now. I've had seven to eight separate yeah. fats. I've and had I'm at least five or six fats for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's been some like mini fats, and I'm on like a mini fat right now, but I'm just starting yeah. to turn it around. I usually kickstart all of them by like having two days where I just completely anesthetize myself. <laughs> so yeah. for 48 hours, I can't eat. But like, I didn't learn this from no fat. I learned this from my mom <laughs> because mom, like, for a while, like, she, my mom's always been a very fit woman, but she doesn't work out or anything. And she would just be like, well, now what I've been doing is every night, 
I have a martini at seven and just go to sleep then. Uh (laughs) And so I can't eat for this long window of time. So like it's sound. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, yeah, you're not going to eat if you, you know, (laughs) passed out on drugs. Yeah. Well, let me, let me tell you one thing though. It can backfire because, um, barbiturates and such, make you actually really, really hungry. So if you happen to wake up to pee or something at like two uh-huh. in the morning, you will go do unfathomable things in the kitchen. And and you know what you can fathom for me? Unfathomable. Like yeah. unfathomable. Yeah, one of the first uh fad diets in history was from a guy named Dr. Horace Fletcher, the Fletcherizing diet it was called. His catchphrase was Nature will castigate those who don't masticate. You know, masticate means, means to chew. 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 So the whole this was a Victorian era fad diet. He was a Victorian era doctor. The whole thing was every bite you have to chew a hundred times before swallowing. Oh, I thought no it matter, was gonna be the opposite. No matter what it's a bite of, like apparently even liquids which you can't chew. You can like, swoosh them like jello. Well, and I guess that's what you got to do. You got to swoosh the liquids while moving your jaw up and down a hundred times before you swallow. Every single thing you put in your mouth, you have to chew a hundred times before you swallow it. Which, if you th- like, if you chew something a hundred times, like by It'll the end, it's well, also it's gonna just be goo ooze, ooze, you know, yeah. like. And then you swallow the ooze. Uh, that that, and that is gross, but like there is science to back up. I don't know if he meant to do this, but it's like. The quicker you eat, the more you're going to eat, you know, because like most of us, it takes like, what is it, 30 minutes for your stomach to tell your brain that you're hungry or that you're full. So like if you take all your time, it's going to take you a while to get through that hamburger. And then by the time you hit the last bite, you're not going to want a new hamburger. I don't know if that, but it's not because you chewed it into a goo. It's just because time has taken place. Correct. Another old timey one that I'm sure you've heard of before. I feel like it pops up every now and then. People are like, what? And it gets passed around. But uh, people used to get, uh, you could go buy a little pill that had a tapeworm egg in it. You (laughs) swallow the pill, give yourself a tapeworm, which would eat all the food for you. So too stupid not to work, really. Like you're not feeding yourself, you're feeding your pet tapeworm, which lives inside your body. Uh, a fucking tapeworm, dog. Like a like, I don't care how svelte you look. Like you got an inhuman it. horror <laughs> yeah. living inside your body. Like you're hosting a parasite. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That is wild, dude. How tapeworms? For the record, tapeworms can cause pain, diarrhea, nausea, fever, allergic reactions, infections, disruption of critical organs, blockage of bile and pancreatic ducts, and neurocysticosis. Which I don't even know what that means, but it could lead to dementia and vision issues. So, how hell of a list of side effects? So, like this whole tapeworm thing, you know, it like when you think about the people who also believed you were supposed to put leeches on your eyeballs. It was like, yeah, why not do this? But, like, there's people, like, in recent times that have done the tapeworm shit, right? I don't know. I mean, I've definitely heard urban legends about, yeah, it happening recently, like, on purpose. But I I don't know for sure. But it was, like, you could go and buy a pill that would give you a tapeworm or whatever. It was a real thing so fucking crazy. 
Yes, it is. So switching over to uh, trash real quick. I, I went straight to the source for this one. How to trash people go about uh, losing weight. My little sister, Paige. That's right. It's exactly, it's exactly who I asked because I knew she would know. And uh, very unsurprisingly, in my opinion, the answer was pretty much just drugs. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what trash people do to lose weight. Uh, you know, the old stalwart meth, of course. Well, <laughs> hey, I mean... Show me the lies. I don't work. You ever seen a fat meth head? Like you will lose weight. And it's like, lose, yeah, it, but that obviously trash get into meth and they lose weight. That is true. But like even people who are like upstanding trash citizens, yeah, they take diet pills and stuff, which is meth, which are just meth. Like, so yeah, like the first thing my sister said, you don't know how she, much your teeth weigh, buddy. So, I mean, that's an added right? bonus. She said, Fan Fan, LOL, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Which Fan Fan was, you know, all the rage when we were like teenager ish, somewhere around in there. Everybody's mom and aunt and everything was taking Fan Fan, which again was just meth. Housewives <laughs> in the 50s and 60s were twacked out of their fucking minds, dog. They had, that's when they had, they called them rainbow pills. Uh, dude, tell me, we always talk about how the past didn't hit, and the past it didn't hit. did hit. But when it comes ways. to drugs, <laughs> yeah. the past absolutely hit. Because <laughs> this is what a housewife could get. She could just like, you know, walk down to the clinic, tell the doctor, you know, I don't like my love handles, and then get this, right? <laughs> a whole array of color-coded pills, right? The first ones of which jacked you way the fuck up they were just meth in pill form <laughs> meth pills right so you can Which clean is. the goddamn house so you don't get tuned up at 4 30 <laughs> right <laughs> which is super important right then then you know uh the then the the other colored pills at the end of the night was to bring you back down so you could go to bed at a reasonable hour so you could be up and have your makeup on before he arises at 6 30 <laughs> in the morning so as to, you know, there again, not get tuned up and or cover up the black eyes or whatever. Like, but so, you know, it was doing them all a favor, really. But my point is like, <laughs> you just get a whole array of every, of all of the hitness types of drugs there are just, you know, taken every day. It's like, they would like, cause they would, they would start with like one pill and it's like, this decreases your appetite because it's speed. Right. Right. And then you'd be like, this makes me you know, not be able to sleep. And it's like, well, let's, let's give her another pill that puts her to sleep. Right. And then she's like, this pill that you give me, that puts me to sleep, makes me not be able to poop. And it's like, put a, put a laxative in that third pill and give her that. It's just like, I'm shaking all the time. You know, it's like, don't worry. That's what, that's what the fuchsia pill is for. You take that, you know, and that's literally what they did. Like, they just kept adding drugs to this assortment of pills that they were giving housewives. Uh, and, until, you know, until they back died. Before, back, back before they outlawed the hits, man. Dude, no wonder um, they were in the corner shaking like a chihuahua when their man came home. Like, yeah. even if he wasn't going to tune them up, like, God damn, dude. What are you drinking there? It's some, uh, it's some non carbonated green tea ostensibly nice. healthy nice drink that katie found somewhere good crossover for you on this episode uh yeah right yeah it is kind of relevant i didn't even mean i didn't even think of it like that but anyway uh and so i'm once again as always going long so That's i'll okay. finish with the two things the first thing i thought of was the it works wraps that I was, was huge say, trash bring, for yeah. 
for a while there, I think they've fallen off a little bit, but we know that for a while around, around 2015, 2016 trash women were wrapping themselves in uh, saran wrap uh, in order to get less fat. Don't know how that ever worked out specifically, <laughs> but, uh, came and went, but there's a new thing now, Corey, do you know about it? It's called, um, SEMA, SEMA glutide. Sema glutide. That sounds like I don't know something a redneck would say about his laundry. Sema glutide. Um, mm -hmm. I that that's a pill. Nope. No, it's more hardcore, but okay, all the rage. It's, um, Do you glue your mouth shut at certain hours of the day? It's a shot. Okay. It's, it's uh, it's you know, like I was gonna call it needle dope, but it's like you don't buy it off the corner. Like you get it from a, a doctor or like. Was oh, this know, Ozempic? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. That's, my the, si that, my that's one of that's one of the 40, brand yeah. that's one of the brand names of it. The actual drug itself is semaglutide. I think Ozempic is one of the brands you can get, but it's not the only one. My page uh, Kirby yeah. uh, used that, and you know, lost fifty five pounds not doing much. No, it apparently is supposed to work. You know what? It, it's a diabetes medication, is what yeah, it actually okay. is. But okay. they found it has a secondary application in making you. Uh, not have quite as fat of an ass anymore. So that's been how it's prescribed mostly lately. But Paige, you know, Paige works in a salon in fucking yeah, right. you know Cumberland Plateau, and, and she said everybody, everybody, yeah, is on the sugar shots right now. Yeah. So that's the that's the most recent uh, thing in the world of white trash wellness fads. But I definitely that's more than enough for me. So let's take a break and come back for uh, history, Professor Cho on the. The the war of the kitties, kitty cats, kitty, <laughs> the war kitty cat war. On, yeah, the war on cats. We'll be right the war back. War on cats. Okay. On cats. Yes, we'll be right back right after this. Oi, gentlemen, if you didn't already know, it's tax season here in the U.S., and you know what that means. It means that Manscaped is here to make sure your paperwork is done and your boys downstairs are having fun. Make sure you spend your tax return money on the important things this year, like family, friends, and ball deodorant. Of course, join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code POA. I'm so glad they mentioned ball deodorant there because it is one of my favorite things that Manscaped offers. As I've said before, about two minutes after you get out of the shower, your balls go right back to smelling like balls. So the ball deodorant, the ball toner, I love it so much. I use it every day. I also use my Manscaper uh, beard trimmer. Uh, it's got the wonderful gimmick where you just click it into place. There's no extra add-ons and stuff. I absolutely love it. These are products I use all the time, and I'm so glad uh, that I have the privilege of being in a relationship with Manscaped. But you can get it for 20% off. Tell them more about it, Trey. Y'all, what better way to invest your tax return than into yourself? Manscaped has the full package from head to toe to make sure you get your money's worth this April. The Performance Package 4.0 is the ultimate bundle you need to reinvent yourself and your confidence. The Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmers is the star of the show, offering a precise shave on all your wildest hedges. Equipped with an LED light, you can navigate in and out of those difficult areas with ease. Did we mention Ooh. it's waterproof as well? More exciting news for you. The Performance Package 4.0 now includes Manscaped's brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer. This bad boy has been totally revamped with a new and improved black 
blade and motor and dare i say is the best ear and nose hair trimmer ever made i do dare say it cordless rechargeable and comes with skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs. After clearing your nose, make sure to get rid of that foul ball smell with the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. The Crop Reviver is spray-on toner for your dangly bits. Keep your boys from sticking to your leg and leave them feeling brand new. For all my guys out there with a little bit of scruff, Manscaped now has beard products as well. Yeah, the entire package. Their brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit is the head honcho containing nine plus products and wet goods. This is everything you need to craft your signature look. The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection, and we applaud them for it. So if you'd like to show your support and just get your balls and face and every bit of yourself in order, try Manscaped today. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code POA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code POA at manscaped.com. Don't just get your money back this year. Get your swagger back, too, with Manscaped. And remember, with Manscaped, no more nicks and cuts on your dicks and butts. Skew! Let's do it. The war on cats. Like I said, I got mixed feelings about this one as a cat lover. We'll see, see how it goes. I know that this thing, is this plague related in, in a way? Yes. Cause I do know that at one point around plague times, they determined that cats were for witches, which don't hit. Mm -hmm. And so they killed a bunch of cats, which really bit them in the ass when all the plague bearing uh, rats showed up. Uh, years later that's yep. a thing that i've heard before yes this was unfortunately your best guess uh at something i thought you didn't know uh but <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't in any way ruin the whole thing but as you know me i wasn't going to just do the war on cats i have prepared a charlie kelly line string bullshit thing and i was hoping to catch you off guard there but you are 100 percent correct uh let's talk a little bit about cats trey so as you know cats are wouldn't you say that like I know in America it's like dogs are number one, but when you say that globally, cats are the most popular—maybe not the most loved, but the most popular animals of all time. I don't know, dude. I mean, how, how like many horse dogs. videos get fifty million views? You know what I mean? I'm not putting horses up there with, but like dogs are just because like dogs actually like, and you know I'm a cat guy, but like dogs. Like, people be using dogs for stuff. Like, in other parts of the world, you know what I mean? Like, 
you got a bunch of sheep on the Mongolian plateau or whatever. Yeah. Like they'll have dogs for that. Like cats just kind of chill and slide into boxes and stuff, which does hit, but like, you know, well, not true though. And that's actually a point I wanted to bring up because back in the 1500s and stuff, like it was actually, it was odd for people like peasants wouldn't just have an animal just to have an animal. Like it was right. like having a vacuum cleaner or it was like, you know what I mean? Like they were like the people who had pets were rich motherfuckers. Like, but peasant, you know, old coffee McMud death, like he has a, they have a dog for hunting and they have a cat, as you alluded to earlier, because the for cat pest control. keeps a what? Pest control. Exactly. Yeah. But like, you know, the Egyptians loved cats. There were shrines to cats all over Egypt. And, you know, oddly enough, we may have talked about this, but like people are saying that they were like, everyone think, some people was like, I, you know, everyone thinks that the Egyptians worshipped cats, but their love of cats could have literally just been the same as our love of cats. And all those pictures were just the earliest memes, memes yeah. of cats. Yeah, because they'd be drawing cats and shit all the time. And they're like, I don't know why y'all go straight to they worshipped them. And I'm like, well, it's back then. So, like, that's why we go straight to that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they, they were originally just used to keep mice away. Cats were. Um, but also... A lot of people, especially around this time, some still to this day because they're still idiots, believed that cats were the devil. Right? Uh -huh. <laughs> they believed, which I get if you live in a time where you don't have any knowledge about anything and something has to be the devil. You see a cat. Yeah, I think and, a lot of things were the devil back then, yeah, weren't they? Most things like, were yeah. the devil. And I think the numbers cat, like, were the devil, yeah, I believe. Yep. Number 13 yeah. was the devil. Uh, uh -huh. uh, no, 13 was, yeah, 13's bad. 13, no good. But like. Mouthy women, also yep, the devil. devil. Yes, if they had yep. a cat, witch, and devil. Double devil. Double, Double devil. devil. Yeah. Um, like, the reason that a lot of people were frustrated with cats versus dogs and versus any other animal is, is can you guess why? I'm sure that you can. Okay, wait, what? A lot of people. The reason, the reason that. Cats were cats were frustrating to people for a reason that dogs and horses and stuff weren't, and that's because they wouldn't listen. They weren't they, easy to train. They weren't easy to domesticate. Like, yeah, there's they've been said that like cats. You know, I think you brought it up one time that cats actually domesticated themselves. I know that that's a theory. Yeah, we did yeah. talk about that on an early episode. Yeah, yeah. Which, if you hadn't listened to that episode, was basically that like we domesticated dogs because we were like we need something to hunt. We need you know something blah 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 blah. We didn't think of cats in that way, but cats were just feral cats, and they were like, "I'd rather live in that house." <laughs> so well, the way we put it, the way it. we put it on the early episode was like, we saw dogs or wolves at the time, and we're like, "Look at that, that could hit for me." I think we're trying <laughs> yeah, to figure that out. And yeah. cats saw humans, and we're like, "Look at that, that could hit for me." I think, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. But cats and witches, like I said, go hand in hand. This goes back a long way. Um, but before we get into that, have you ever heard of the Osculum Inflame? No. Okay, I hadn't either. Uh, because I started, when I wanted to do the War on Cats, I was like, I got to know a little bit more about why exactly the cats beat the devil. And I'm the so Osculum glad Osculum Inflame? The Osculum Inflame. Is that a legendary quest item? Plus four to fire damage? <laughs> something like that? That's what it, That's what it sounds, like. sounds like. Yeah. Uh, so the Osculum Inflame was what they called the ritual that witches went through when they saw the devil. And it means shameful kiss. I will give you another opportunity to guess. Why was this kiss? <laughs> why was this kiss shameful? Because it was with the devil? Which yeah, you'd not, think that'd be enough. Yeah, you'd think that'd be enough. Right. But but no, it be, it was because they had to kiss the devil directly on his butthole. 
What? Like, <laughs> they had no. to kiss. I swear to God. They, or this is, I swear to God, this is what people said. You know what I mean? I know it weren't nobody kissing no devil on the butthole, but this is what they say. And so it was said. Like that, that Gen Z thinking y'all <laughs> invented eating ass fucking peasants were eating the devil's ass in the 1400s. <laughs> we think about that. Y'all ain't as trailblazing as you thought you were, huh? And what's funny that I read in here is that one of these kings was like, yeah, the reason the devil wants the women to kiss him on his butthole is because that's how he gets the power to seduce them. And I'm like, I think in order to get a kiss on the butthole, you've got to be pretty good. That's a little cart before the horsey right there. Yeah, exactly. Or or vice versa, however you want to look at it. It's like, yeah, I think think once... uh, She's tossing his salad. The devil's already got the seduction yeah. part down. Like, where do you I'm, go from there? Yeah, it's like I'm, she eats his butthole, and he's like, "So Thursday night at eight, yeah, you know?" Right. Like, it seems, seems a little backwards to me, but okay. I, I, I could not agree more. Uh, so how <laughs> how this all worked? You know, again, I don't even want to say the term allegedly because, like, it didn't one hundred percent at all happen. Uh, but how this allegedly worked was that the devil would call a meeting, right? And then he would take roll call. And then one by one, these witches, coincidentally, all women, there was no bad wizards, only bad witches. You know what I mean? So he would do the roll call. And then one by one, these women would either crawl on all fours or walk backwards. Some of them walking backwards on all fours like that yes. shit in them Japanese classic. horror movies. Yeah, that is so a classic uh devil, devil. worshiping uh <laughs> gate right there classic devil thing crab walking backwards yeah and so they would do that up to the devil's butthole and then yeah. kiss him on it and that was required for initiation to be a witch you got to kiss the devil's butthole well you think about it if you're like leaned over backwards on all fours you know, and the devil yeah, like get, sort of yeah. squats down. It's easier. You kind of you could just back up right into sixty nine and position. You yeah. know, no, it practically but, it makes a it lot makes of a lot sense. of sense. It's yeah. so funny. Monks sat around like thinking through all this. Yeah, and like with no trace of irony or humor whatsoever. You know what I mean? There's like you know what they're doing, right? And you know, being totally yeah. serious about it. That's so. It's so the past is so utterly ridiculous. Sometimes this is my favorite part. So sometimes the devil wasn't satisfied by just having his butthole kiss. And so he like hollered at all his demon homies and he got their butthole kiss for them to the hook. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. If he was what? feeling particularly devilly that day, he'd be like, yo, you know what? Thank you for doing what you just did for me. But like, yo, JJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God. So they'd have to like. Run a butthole train on yeah, the butthole train on the aspiring witches, yeah, of the region. That's uh, it was actually called the butthole train to Salem. Uh, yeah. I think Barry, <laughs> think Barry Gordy recorded that one. <laughs> I'm on the butthole train to Salem. Uh, so, so, according to witch scholars, or uh, you know, whatever. Uh, sometimes, yeah. uh, sometimes the devil himself, and this is where we get to cats. Sometimes the devil himself, he, he was busy and he couldn't make these meetings. So like, you know, in Hollywood, like sometimes like, oh, the head of the studio couldn't show up, but here's Donald who 
I believe I'd cancel my 330 to get my butthole. Well, what do you have going on? I think ostensibly he was across somewhere else getting his butthole kissed. Okay, you know what yeah, I mean? I, like I would, I would to... but I got this goat sacrifice, and then after that, you know, my whole day's just shot. But Well, funny you mention goats uh, because yeah, when, the, devil loves when, goats. The, when the devil wasn't himself able to make it to these meetings, instead uh, he would send his replacement uh, so they could kiss the butthole of a ram, you know, a goat, um, a toad, which if you'd asked me before, show me a toad's asshole, I'd have been like, mm -hmm. I don't know if I can. Like, that's a pretty tiny kiss. Um, or, you guessed it, a black cat, specifically mm -hmm. a black cat. They would have to kiss its butthole. Yeah, I mean, those three animals are like the I'm three toad. witchiest Animals, you know what I mean? Like yeah. toads, very witchy for sure. Obviously, black cat goes without saying. And you know, you think devil stuff, you think goats. So, you know, I know it's it's funny because it's like this is a chicken or egg thing. It's like the reason yeah. I think that is because, it's because of it's always this been. whole thing, like yes. that you're describing right now. That's why people think that. But, but the I'm horns saying, on the you know, goats, like it, it kind of helps. You know what I mean? Like the goat looks the most like the devil. But we probably yeah. made the devil look like that because somebody saw a goat and was like, that'd be badass to put on the devil. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so this obviously uh, helped the cats already existing reputation of bad luck. But the reason that cats it used to cats were a sign of good luck. And this all came uh, from King Charles the first because he had this black cat who was like, you know, was strictly his pet. This was not just for pest control because he made his like, you know, shit boys kill the mice you know with like a hammer with nails on it or something um but he had this black cat that he loved and the day the cat died uh who he said it was his sign of good luck he said my luck has run out that was the first words he said after the cat died and coincidentally the next day he was arrested and charged with high treason so that one act right there him saying my luck has run out and the fucking that or people were like black cats are bad luck which is stupid what? because you would that's think that's the go, opposite i of, know i know that's that's di directly antithetical to how they should have interpreted that the only he thing had the cat it, the cat died he's right. he literally said that cat was my lucky charm and now it's dead right. and then he gets all fucked over and people see that and they're like obviously cats are bad luck well, the, people. The only, was, I don't know why I'm surprised at people back then being stupid as fuck, but like that just don't. That's the opposite of what would make sense. The climax of this story is probably one of the dumbest things you've ever heard related to that. Nice. I can't wait. Uh, but no, I agree. But my only, I'm trying to put logic to it as I always try to do. But was that like the bad luck of a cat is when it crossed in front of you? So maybe it's bad luck because it's leaving you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there goes my luck. You know, I don't know. But it's, I mean, it's fucking stupid, but like it had to be based on something. So uh, I did, and this is all, this, this all relates at the end. I did want to talk about the origins of some other silly superstition. So do you know, and I'm going to ask you, cause you seem to know a lot, Trey, I'm just getting to know you a little bit. And it seems like you're a guy who possesses a wealth of, a wealth of, of <clears throat> useless information, much like myself. Maybe it's why we I'd get like along. I think so. Yeah. Do you, do you know why it's bad luck to walk under a, propped up ladder or an open ladder i i feel like i've heard the answer to most of these popular ones at some point in my life and i can't recall what they are right now so in lieu of that i'll just give you a little anecdote I when love i was that. when i was about a 10 or 11 year old uh, fat dorky dipshit who mm -hmm. you know thought i knew everything so 
changed a know, lot. Yeah, one out of three changed, so that's not bad. But the yeah, you're not anyway, eleven, right? Yeah, so well, <laughs> one out of four, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I so I um. We were at Walmart as we often were, and I was there with like my sister and my cousin who were younger than me, and there and there some we were talking about superstitions or something. And I was like, I was talking about how stupid they were. I was they like, are. that's I was like, that's so stupid. There, there's no way that really like a broken mirror, fucking a black cat, whatever, so stupid. We turned down an aisle and there happened to be a ladder that had been left in the aisle. And I was like, I'm, I'm not make I'm not making this up. I was like in the middle of shit talking superstitions when we come upon this open ladder just sitting there and i was like i'll prove it to you right now right and i went to walk underneath the ladder right and without noticing that it had a crossbar running along the bottom of it (laughs) so in doing so i tripped and went fucking ass over elbows and ate shit hard in fucking (laughs) aisle 13 of the cookville walmart like busted my lip, went down hard, dude. <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe that's why I'm, I can get a little bit uh, you, not but you, not superstitious mm-mm. fully, but a little. You know, you are still correct though in this scenario because because of the crossbar, you never passed under the ladder. No, I think I think maybe it was on both sides, and I somehow missed the first one. I remember that I tripped coming out of it. I right. fell out the other side of the ladder. I definitely went under the ladder, right, and then on and out and onto my fat, stupid face. So <laughs> I'd love to see that. Well, yeah, the, yeah. It was the actual else. the actual reason, as most of them do, has to do with gods or God. Uh, of course, the ancient Egypt, Egyptians they were like obsessed with triangles, and they pl- prayed yes. the triangles. And so, when a ladder was propped up, it made a triangle, and they thought that crossing the threshold of one, you were desecrating the gods. You were you were in purifying the sacred well, triangle. Fucking Osiris sure showed my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or Anubis uh, or Ra or whichever one of them some bitches it was. Got me so, good. So a broken mirror giving you seven years bad luck was because the Greeks used to use a mess. I told you mirrors would come back up. The Greeks used to use a mirror to tell if someone was going to die if they were like sickly. They dipped the mirror in holy water and put it up to the sick person's face. And if their image was clear, they were like, good to go. But if it was distorted because of the water and shit, they were like, well, you're you're clearly going to die, you know? So in doing so, they would say if you broke, and by the way, they also thought that health came in spurts of seven years. So if you broke your own mirror, you were distorting your image and thus seven years of bad luck meant seven years of bad luck health wise. So there's that one. Uh, This is a good one. I think this is like the, 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 the actual superstition I don't like, but all the other stuff I learned, I do like, which is, Spilling salt, that being a bad thing, goes back. And this is another one that don't make sense. This is just like the black cat. Spilling salt goes back to the Romans. So salt was a luxury. Like it was a huge, you know, back in them days, it was like, you got some spices, my man. So like salt was a big deal. And that's actually where the word salary came from. That's like a common, like that meant money for salt. Like that huh. literally meant money for salt. And it's also where with the, the, the Roman generals, would talk about their soldiers, and if they sucked, what would they say to them? He uh, ain't worth his salt. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's, we still use that shit today. My point is, the whole superstition, if you spill salt because it's so valuable, then you've then got to waste more salt by throwing it over your shoulder. 
So that yeah. one I don't fucking understand. But last one, and this is the one that ties this whole thing together, and this is something that I've never really even thought about because it's just something we do. I've never thought about it as a superstition, but saying God bless you after you sneeze. You got anything on that? I just assumed that was some shit that, you know, because everybody was super uh, upset. Thought your spirit was leaving or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no. your spirit leaving your body and need the Lord to keep that from happening or like, I don't know. I don't have a clue. What was so, it? So saying God bless you after you sneeze came from the plague days because usually sneezing was the first sign that you had the plague. So the Pope decreed that all people must pray for people's good health after they sneeze. So it went from God bless your health God bless, to just straight up God bless you. And who was this Pope, Trey? Why, it was Pope Gregory, the antagonist in the war on cats. Here we go. Uh, Okay. So, sorry. You Hold on. Wait. So, sneezing was the first time having a plague. Mm -hmm. They they throw my ass in a leper colony so <laughs> quick. So and as I point out before, like I would have been blind in this time too, because I had I had to have all those eye surgeries and wear corrective lenses and shit. So it's like I just would have been a blind, toothless leper. Well, uh, it's super interesting. not hitting if I had been born, you know, five hundred years ago or whatever. All of that is true, but that's why it's actually surprising to me that that's how that, like, like instead of him saying, if someone sneezes, cut their fucking head off, he was like, no, you just pray for him. Like, because that's, that actually, I'm like, okay, that's nice. I get behind that, because, like, again, like, during the, our pandemic, when a motherfucker sneezed on a plane, it wasn't some God bless you shit. It was some get that motherfucker off this plane. You know what I mean? So, like, back then, I'm just like, off with his head. That's probably what it was. So, Pope Gregory uh, he heard all that kissing cats butthole talk, and he was like, all right, you know what? Fuck cats. And he ordered that everyone kill every cat they saw. So this was, you know, pretty devastating to cats at the time. But it was also bad for women uh, because a lot of women just were like, well, I'm not killing my fucking cat. So when they, this, when they wouldn't kill their cat, if they saw a woman with a cat, they immediately were like, she's a witch, right? So a lot of, like I said, some people literally just thought it was rubbish, but some women had just grown to love their cats. They're like, hey, he keeps the mice away and he's a nice little pet. So the Pope had just created a new job called witch hunter. So anytime a woman found the cat, they were tortured into divulging facts about the devil. And if they couldn't give any accurate facts on the devil, they would be thrown off a cliff. Um, and yeah. if they found a man with a cat, they killed his wife. I don't know if that's true, just but be sure. sure. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's so funny, that, like that witch hunters. It's like it sounds like a badass thing, and these guys yeah. were like fucking assassins of the god, the, of the Lord. You know what I mean? And like, and but what they did was just go around torturing women who liked yeah. cats, and you know maybe could read or dance or whatever. Yeah, and throwing them off cliffs and shit, just like straight up nazi ss type shit you know yeah. and at the time it was like the lord wills it you know? <laughs> yeah i was about to say they're nothing more than that like fat fuck dweeb who volunteers to be head of like the community security at a neighborhood or something like that and he takes it like way fucking serious like it that's all it was um but so because of all this the pope gives his we talked about papal bulls uh, a couple episodes back, and that's like when the Pope makes a new law because he could do that or just he decrees something. His very first papal bull, which you'd think would be saved for like something important, 
You know, like the president in his first 100 days, he does all these, like, I'm getting this, 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 and this. It's usually something serious, but his uh, papal bull was to excommunicate the cats. So they were either killed or if they didn't want them to kill them, they were like, well, we can just lead them out of the cities, uh, right? Now, again, you brought this up. This was going to be one of my main crescendos, but uh, as I said earlier, uh, cats were great for killing mice. So at this time, coincidentally, the plague hits Europe. And there and there were scientists back then, hard to imagine, but there were, uh, and they noticed that the people who had refused to get rid of their cats got the plague at a significantly less rate, right? Now, people that think that this actually brought in the plague that's not that's been proven false because we know that the plague actually originated on the Silk Road um, and it actually didn't even hit Constantinople, which is the like doorway to Europe. It hit Constantinople like a hundred years before this happened. So it was like it took a Istanbul, long time to get right. It, yeah, Istanbul, not Constantinople. But, you know, it was Constantinople what, here. Did you have that uh, song in your back pocket? Because I just, I just know that song. From how long? Forever? For my whole life, yeah. Right. Well, that's really funny It's like to the me. Mighty Mighty Boston's did a version of it, right? But do you do know or remember, it, it wasn't that long yeah. ago, two, two, three episodes ago maybe, you brought up Constantinople, and you were and like, I, and you were like, where is that now? And I was like, oh, dude, I feel like I know, but I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember. And we didn't, we did not figure it out. at all. And then at, you never, you never once started singing. We just left it at that, and then- Afterwards, I looked it up and it was Istanbul, and we got some YouTube comments of people being like, "That's Istanbul." Anyway, so you brought up yeah. Constantinople again. It's just funny to me that this time immediately you're like, "Yeah, everybody knows that." Because between where was the fucking little do 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 last time we talked about? I heard that song again between episodes. Like I was just watching some internet video. It was like Istanbul, not Constantinople, and that's the first time that it hit me what they were even talking about. You know what I mean? Like that's how I I was like, oh. Right. It's Istanbul, not Const. I just thought it was fucking gibberish. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I didn't fucking know. Uh, so, uh, like I said, the, the scientists that started noticing people don't get it if they've got their cats. And, um, you know, really, though, it was brought in by the fleas that were on the mice from the Silk Road. So it wasn't actually any of that thing. But is the last thing on the war on cats. Um, is that like I said, the plague was brought in by the rat fleas? But do you know what? <laughs> do you know what Pope Gregory claimed that the cause of the plague was? All that devil butt kissing. It was the devil punishing them for killing all the cats. That was his fucking takeaway. Like a scientist went to him and said, "Cats get rid of mice." Mice were the ones bringing in disease, and he goes, "No, I'll tell you what makes more sense. It's that the devil." is punishing us for killing all of his but, fucking butthole servants. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. When yeah. you said, I thought I interpreted it as him being like him admitting, I really fucked up killing all those cats and now well, I'm paying kinda, the price for it. But it's because they are the servants of the devil. That was why he's saying yes. it. Yes, Ver- exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Which, like, you know, you did a bad thing and that's why you're being punished. It's like, you know, no, we fought the devil and now he's fighting back. Yeah, which like, this is like, I usually never hear mention like when there's plagues and stuff, like like a lot of pe- normal people who, well, not normal people, but like 
a lot of people will be like, why would God let this happen? And usually people's response to it is like, well, God lets a lot of things happen to test us. I've never really heard many people go, no, this is the devil. When it's bad, it's the devil. You know what I mean? Because, like, you can't give the devil power. God defeated him. You know what I mean? Buddy, you're you're way more up on Bible, Jesus, God, devil stuff than I ever will be. You know that. But I feel like I feel like they do be blaming bad stuff on the devil sometimes. Yeah, I like guess it, you're right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like anything good happened, that's the Lord. Anything bad that happened, that's the devil. Or yes, sometimes it'll go mysterious ways mode. True, but like I feel like the devil get blamed for stuff. Yeah, um, I guess you're right. Well, well, that was the war on cats. But as you pointed out earlier, I think ultimately the cats won. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, cats, cat, are, cats are thriving out here. Yeah, cats are absolutely thriving, and this sort of gibberish is mainly, you know, kept yeah. in Monks, the... on the yeah. other hand, <laughs> yeah. and witch hunters... Not good. Falling off, yeah. Not doing good. Well, how about some airmail, Trey? Uh, we got some yeah. really good ones this week. Uh, Y'all are fucking killing it. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I love all the mail that we get, but I do sift through it. Like, oh, this will be good and funny on the show. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll respond to them. But I don't know. This time it was literally just the six last emails that we got were pretty great. Uh, Y'all are really taken to the limericks. I hope that never stops. And if I miss yours, I'm starring a lot for next week. But we do just get a lot all the time. This one, first one, though, uh, subject line, clearing the airs, love, death, and wieners. Uh, Corey says that statue, and I knew as soon as I fucking said this, Corey says that statues like the Venus de Milo all have little wieners. No, she doesn't. She ain't got arms either. Love you like chicken fellers. Oh, and damn. Yeah, you said that? I, I totally, did, but I was just I rattling missed, off. Right. I was I just even, rattling off statues. You know what I mean? Without thinking. With me. yeah. yeah, right. Because I was just literally rattling off statues. And like, as soon as we clicked off, I said, fuck did i say venus de milo because like dude i the only reason that by the way i know that venus de milo is what that statue no arms, is pretties. yeah it, yeah it's because of a john prine song venus de milo can have my arms you know like that's how i found out about all that so i was aware i'm just a fucking idiot uh i'm sorry so when here's another one for you trey i wanted to read it because you always seem to think that you're running out of topics uh venn diagram topic front front porch sitting porches in general Howdy, y'all. This is Austin, by the way. Howdy, y'all. Started listening to POA about a week ago and just finished binging every single fucking episode. Even got my wife to listen and got her hooked, too. Thank you, Austin. That rules. Got into the devil's lettuce a little on 420, and I was thinking about how fancy and trash people alike have an obsession with sitting on the front porch and drinking and bullshitting. Every single one of us knows a redneck with a front porch full of broken kids' toys, old clothes and appliances, and a big-ass barbecue smoker. I had a few of them in my family. Those of us that grew up in the South remember seeing them old plantation houses with front porches the size of our house and imagining what them rich folks need with such a big porch if they don't put anything on it. While I was high, I wrote a poem about it. On the front porch, <laughs> on the front porch I do be sitting, rich folks too, drinking and bullshitting, fancy and trashy, we can't be omitting, chilling on porches, we'll always stay hitting. <laughs> I like it. It's Great right. stuff. Keep doing what y'all do. Yep. Keep doing what y'all do. Love you. Skew Austin S. I appreciate you, dog. That is fucking awesome. And now let's get into uh, some limericks. Our buddy Jim S. here really went on a tear. Um, Corey and Trey were a fiery pair who talked about putting on airs. They talked fine pearls, argued over squirrels, and penises that statues bear. Whammy. Uh, He's got another one here. Nothing resembles the feet 
of a squirrel crossing the street. Kiss my kids goodbye. Baby, don't you cry. I'll soon be roadkill meat. <laughs> then he says, God damn, this is fun. There's uh, another great one. In the South, rednecks are aware. Their redness is always bare. But Pennsylvania hicks live out in the sticks, and much of the culture is shared. Lovely. Oh, that's good. That's lovely. Clever. Uh, and then one last one from him about the show from Jim. You might feel like a sucker and your cheeks will start to pucker when you hear Corey, when you hear Corey finish a story with stay fancy motherfuckers. It's lovely nice. stuff. It's, it's lovely. Me. I really, really love it. Uh, that's Jim. Uh, okay. One more limericks here and then we'll be gone. I have another one to share with you off Mike Cause we need to talk about it last week, but uh, limericks for your consideration from Mike. On being a new dad and its various hazards. In lieu of traditional scorning, my wife instead gives me some warning. Be awake by three. Hey, no problem for me. Oh, you meant in the morning. Cute. Mm, very uh, cute. On partying in my late 30s versus in my 20s. When you're young, you can go all night long. Give me beers, shots, and fuck it, that bong. But age starts to put hold on those antics so bold. Now Advil's what makes me feel strong. Uh, lovely. Heard that. On dealing with the stupidity of everyday life, uh, since I'm writing this in my office on company time, office jobs can cause lots of remorse, getting handled and whipped like a horse. But to fix this plight isn't some work of might. Call in sick and then hit the golf course. Love it, buddy. Perfect. Uh, thank y'all for the limericks. Again, we're not only going to exclusively read limericks, but if you send in some fucking hitting limericks, I'm going to read them because y'all are doing our work for us. Check us out. If you don't watch the show, go to watchpoa.com. Check out uh, our other podcast, the Well-Read Podcast. Also, Trey has the weekly skews with Smart Mark AG. We're on tour right now. We're going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas this weekend at the Rob Robinson Theater. You can go to treycrowder.com for those tickets. We will also be in Knoxville and Asheville coming soon. Anything else, Trey? I'll be in Alabama before Arkansas, oh, right. so y'all can come see me there. But, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Thank y'all very much. Yep, and also go to parttimefunnyman.com and subscribe for more stuff from me. Stay fancy, motherfuckers. Love you. Bye. Skew. Skew. Here's Lydia Loveless. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit today. We'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs.